Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking breakout players for 2021. We each have three players that we've picked that we think are going to break out from where they finished in 2020. And, you know, really jump up the list next year and become, they could have been fantasy relevant last year, but these are guys we really think are going to become, you know, much more fantasy relevant than they've been in the past. So we each got three players here. We're just going to jump right into this. I don't know who Jeff has. I don't know if we have any overlap. We're going to find out with Jeff, your first one at number three for breakout players. <clears throat> number three. Well, I feel like we have a lot of players we can we talk do. about. So we're going to keep it short today. Yeah, short and we will. Let's say this is our early breakout list. Yes. I'll say that. We will definitely have a breakout player list probably like July-ish, I would say. Yeah. And you know, as we get going. And we're sure. not going to try to overlap, but without. We without, might. Yeah, yeah we'll <laughs> see. Uh, my number one, uh, my number three, I should yeah. say, is going to be Irv Smith Jr. So tight end for Minnesota. Kyle Rudolph is no longer there. Uh, we saw him slowly breaking out already. Um, last year he had 30 receptions, 365 yards, five touchdowns. That is up from the year before where he had 36 receptions, 311 yards, and only two touchdowns. Um, last year he did miss three games as well. He's a very, an uber athletic tight end that is entering his third year, which is always big for me. Uh, tight ends take a little bit longer to come around. I think he's going to be much more of an intricate part of the Minnesota offense and we already know that they have wide receivers that people have to cover with Jefferson Thielen so I think he is primed to really rule the middle of that field I absolutely love him for a um, a guy that's going to transcend uh, the tight end position move up very very quickly I think he's going to be a steal so I really love him to be a breakout player yeah I'm, I'm all, all for that one I said we're not going to overlap I'm going to screw it I'm overlapping Jeff that's my number three with Irv Smith Jr. <laughs> don't overlap. So I'm going to overlap. I'm just going to do it. I don't want to take him off my list. All right. So I'm really, you know, I'm with you on this completely. So he's, Irv Smith is still only 22 years old. He turns 23 in August, even. As a tight end, To that's just one of those things. Tight ends sometimes can take more time to develop, right? We've seen it all, I mean, forever we've seen it. With how, I mean, rarely do they break out early. I mean, you can look at Travis Kelsey. He took a few years. Darren Waller just finally, he, he took a few years too. Zach Ertz when he did everybody. They all, yeah. except for like Gronk and like a couple players. Yeah, like Gronk it's so rare. Maybe Greg Olson, like it's, Kellen Winslow. It's, like, just, it's yeah. rare. It yeah. just doesn't happen. They usually take this little bit of time and you see them getting better and better and then it just happens. And this year, Kyle Rudolph's gone. That's a, that's a huge key. Would Rudolph go to the Giants, I think? Mm-hmm. So he's at the Giants. You have obviously you said you have Jefferson, you have Thielen, but those are the that's it, right? That's who the main guys are. And last year, even with Kyle Rudolph, take Kyle Rudolph took a lot of red zone targets away. He was that kind of player. Irv Smith had five touchdowns on only 30 catches. If that increases, which is going to increase, the targets are going to increase. He had 43 targets last year. That is going to increase in a big way. 43 targets. He caught 30 of them. That's a pretty good, pretty good clip there. And five touchdowns. Five touchdowns on only 43 targets. And look at it that way. That's a pretty good number right there. You give this guy 100 targets, he's getting 10 touchdowns. Or, I mean, he's going to. Oh, easy. Yeah. So he gets 10 touchdowns. He's, he becomes one of the top tight ends, top 10, a top 10 tight end right away. Top, ten, top easy. five. Yeah. That's that's all it's going to take. 
last year, he finished as the 21, 21st tight end last year with five of the five touchdowns. Uh, it shows how shallow the, the tight end is. It shows position. shallow tight end is and how touchdowns matter so much to that position. Yes. And the offense is good. Kirk Cousins is fine as a quarterback, but good running game, two good receivers. Now Irv Smith only being 23 years old, but is in his third year. I don't see how this guy's not a breakout player. He, he's just, he's going to be. And the beauty of it is this a this is a tight end that you can get. This is your weight on tight end player. You know, you don't pay for them early. You wait on Irv Smith. And actually, he's moving up the ranks. Wow, I, this is higher than he's been. When did this happen? Irv Smith's up to 12. Is he really? Uh, still, I think he's still a value pick. He's, he's outside I don't the think top he 10. He's still great. that last tight. Like, he's actually one spot ahead of, like, Hunter Henry and then Gronk. And let's be honest, you're not, you're not drafting, unless you're drafting the top five, Yep. Like and even this year it might be a little bit different. I think you can wait on tight end. I think all of these guys will go in a flurry at the end. You yep. can wait until the very last pick. It's yep. gonna be great. Yep, I, I'm all on board with this one. All, all right. right, so I will go to my number, number two, two then. Um, and <laughs> uh, this guy is already. You could probably say he already broke out last year. I'm not gonna argue with you. I think he can do even better. I love where he's at. I love everything about it. I'm actually gonna put T Higgins on this one. I think he gets left in the dust a little bit because uh, C.D. Lamb is a little too high for me already to yep. put him on that list. He did so good, and he has a lot of miles to feed. I, I It is unbelievable to look at what T. Higgins was able to accomplish in his rookie year. And remember, he did have he did have Burrow, but Burrow got hurt, so he only played 10 games. And then you're working with, what, Kyle Allen? And that offense really not got, never really got going. He had 67 receptions for 908 yards and six touchdowns his rookie year. And and now they don't have A.J. Green as well, right? And even though he didn't do that well, he had 100 targets, 100 plus. Mm-hmm. That is definitely not going to one person. So maybe, maybe T. Higgins doesn't necessarily inherit all of that. And maybe uh, that stat line, um, let me look real quick. Um, he he ha- already had 108 targets as a rookie. Yep. He he eclipsed what Tyler Boyd was able to do as a rookie. Yep. And so that uh, another year under Burrow's belt, which he should be better, hopefully a full season, he can increase his catch percentage, which was at 62%, not bad by any stretch of the imagination. But, you know, 67 receptions, 108 targets. I think those targets could go up a ton still, which is mind-boggling because who else are they going to throw it to? One of those kind of deals. Because you know that even... It, they're going to have to expand the the passing offense on the Bengals. Like you can mm-hmm. give the ball to Mixon a lot, but you're not gonna you're not good enough to get away from the passing game. So who's it going to go to? And who's it going to go to in the red zone even more so? He already caught six touchdowns. He's six four. He's you know as long as he stays healthy, I think this guy is going to be a gem. And yep. no one's going to really look at it that way because he's going to be on a a team that is trying to improve. I won't say bad, but trying to improve. They're doing the right things, right? So, um, yeah, he, he already did pretty decent. I think he was um, – where did he end? About 29th last 29th. year. 29th. Yeah. So, you know, he was he was definitely playable. He was great. Yep. And even more so when Burrow went down, uh, there was only one game he caught um, a touchdown. In, in six games after that, he caught two touchdowns. They came in the same game. It was an overtime game. So it, it just shows you that even with Kyle Allen or whoever was in the, you know. Who was their quarterback? I th- wasn't it Kyle Allen? No, I feel no? like it was somebody else. Um, well, I'm yeah. just completely drawing a blank right now. Now it's going to bother me, so I have to find out. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway. It's, it's I'm definitely go- somebody who doesn't I'm going, matter. I'm going T. Higgins all the way, man. I, I really love the guy. He's he's going to be in that gray zone. You can say he already broke out, but I think the, the sky's the limit for him. 
and Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I got that wrong. I'm yeah. sorry. Brandon Allen. Still, who, who well, cares? Even, right? even worse. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Even I, worse. It, I, it wasn't anyone that you should be getting no. thrown to in, a, in an NFL game. So I'm 100% on board with this one, too. So. I'm going to try not to overlap now. He was my number two, Jeff. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. No, we, we truly didn't talk about this either. We literally had the same. Team. I, but I, I have a backup plan. I okay. do have a, I, have, I literally thought I have another both guy of us were just going to go three running no, backs. I, I, I actually have back. a number. An, I had a, another guy I was looking at for this spot, but I'm 100% on board with T. Higgins. As a 21 year old receiver with only Burrow there for part of the time, still, he's at 108 targets, 67 catches, 908 yards, six touchdowns. That's a great season for a rookie. Yeah. And, and let me, uh, and even more so, so Tyler Boyd got Tyler Boyd got 110 targets, so he eclipsed him by two, only two. Mm-hmm. And AJ Green unbelievably got 104 targets Where? and only <laughs> yeah, and only caught 47 of them. So that is an yeah. unbelievable uh, piece of the pie that that can go elsewhere. So once again, it just shows you. I mean, who else are they going to throw to? They're, yeah. they're you know, I'm it's on. not going to go to Auden Tate or something like that. No. no, I'm on board with this one for sure. So Bob, I got another number two here. So another receiver, another second year receiver, guy I really like, who's who's not as um not gonna be as well regarded right now as T. Higgins is because T. Higgins is gonna be a top thirty receiver on the board this year. So I'm going with I'm going a little bit further down the board with LaVisca Chenault. I love this guy. Hmm. So I liked him last year. I was a fan of what he could do. I and mean, he does they they would use him in the running game a little bit too. He had eighteen carries last year. He ended up with fifty eight catches for six hundred yards, five touchdowns. Not bad. Not a bad season. That's in 14 games off 79 targets. Pretty solid. And this year he gets Trevor Lawrence to be his quarterback. Urban Meyer is the coach. Urban Meyer, I feel like, could use this guy somehow. I mean, Ohio State used different those they use players, these receivers in running game, all kinds of all over the field. I just feel like Urban Meyer is gonna do something interesting with him. And he is I think he's a really good player. DJ Chark is obviously like their number one, right? That that's that's who their main receiver is. But Chenault's gonna be used in other ways. And it just gonna, I think he's gonna end up being coming just relevant, very fantasy relevant this year. He was 51st last year. I think he's a top 30 guy minimum, but I just think he's gonna be used in so many different ways. I'm just really interested and curious to see how he's used with Urban Meyer. And I think that the Trevor Lawrence thing is just gonna bring him up even more. I really like where this is going. And hopefully he can even take some carries away from James Robinson, who I don't like. I mean, he had 18, 18 carries 18, last yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. He was probably one of the second leading rushers. <laughs> the way that went. Sadly enough, it was very close. So I, I just I really like Lavisca Chanel, and I think he's just gonna be used in a lot of good ways next year. So I'm really or this year, later this year, I'm really curious to see how this goes. And I think you can get him for a really good value. So I'm gonna put him on a lot of my teams. So he is gonna be my new number two after you stole T. Higgins from me. <laughs> so All right. So I'm gonna go with my number one. And I could name three different running backs that I think are gonna um, keep keep like extending, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick the guy that is right now is being rated the lowest of the three. Yep. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift. So I'm not I won't say the other ones in case you pick them because they're they're worthy of talking about. But I think DeAndre Swift is a huge one. Last year he had 114 rushes for 521 yards. That would be 4.6 yards a carry. He turned that into eight touchdowns. He even missed out on a lot a lot of opportunities. He dropped a touched a winning touchdown in the end zone which i I still yeah in my in my mind um but he he showed that he has the talent in order to do that now you have golf i think you have to rely on the running game a little more than you did last year hopefully he he's gotten those uh 
those little, you know, he's gotten used to the NFL game and he's going to be able to do a lot of the things we saw him do in, uh, in the NCAA. And um, I, he's clearly one of the, the best weapons they have on offense now since you don't have Galladay. <laughs> so, and you don't have Marvin Jones. So it, it just, I mean, he's not going to be the only running back, but it won't even matter. And on top of that, he's going to get way more than 114 rushes. Yep. So at last year, I think he ended up as the 20th running back. And right now on Fantasy Pros, um, uh, I was looking at something else. I should have it pulled up. But right now he is going as the 17th running back. I absolutely it's love him. Yeah, I absolutely love him at this value because after that, you're you're going to guys that are either uh, unproven or splitting carries or on. I mean, you can't really get worse than the Lions, but they're going to desperately need him. Um, so I, I love DeAndre Swift. I think he is a, he's a guy that is going to break out in a big way. And really, those numbers that I told you, the fact that he was ranked the 20th running back showed how crazy of a year it was for running back once again. There was a lot of injuries, mm-hmm. and um, that is a kind of a misnomer because if you only rush for 500 yards, it, yep. it's hard to believe that you, you got that high. So um, anyway, he's my number one right now. So I'm going to go with one of those other running backs. Good, good. <laughs> so he, like you said, and it for me, it's going to be J.K. Dobbins. Yep. So before I talk about Dobbins, I guess I should talk about I'm going to say something about Akers real quick just because he's the other one, right? I feel like he's getting overrated. How would, yeah, I was, he was the other one I was going to talk about too, but I think, I think, I think Cam Akers is overrated. He's already ranked as an average as 10th. He's overrated. Yeah, that's crazy. This is another episode for later on, but I think the Cam Akers hype is getting a little over, over, over much. It's just too much for, you know what? For Cam Akers had one good regular season game. One really, it was a really good one. He had 29 carries, turned it into 171 yards. It's a really good game. He, it's the playoffs is what people are remembering. He had two solid playoff games, 28 for 131 touchdown, 18 for 98 touchdown. He played well, but he didn't do, I mean, the last regular season game, he was 21 carries for 34 yards. I don't know. I'm just, he, I think he's, he's okay. I'm not, I never thought he was as good as these other backs coming into last year anyway. Dobbins and Swift, I thought were much better and. Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I'm a. I was Akers kind of was a like Cam Akers fifth, hater. He was like my fourth or fifth guy. Yes. I can't remember. But and the fact is, he couldn't. I shouldn't say he couldn't. He, at the end of the year, he finally, I would say, won the job. But there yeah. was two other guys. It wasn't like he battling yeah, him and it one other guy. Took a while for him to beat out Malcolm Brown and Daryl Henderson. And listen to those yeah. names. Yeah, that exactly. took him a long time to beat those yeah. guys out. And also, their passing game wasn't all that good. They needed to use everyone. Yeah. So I, I think that is definitely saying it's, something. It's going to be interesting. I, I do 100. percent Even though J.K. Dobbins is ranked 11th. I'm 100% in agreement with you, and that's the only reason I went well, Swift because right now he's yeah. ranked at a and 17. And I think Cam Akers could, could be a solid fantasy player. I'm not saying that, but J.K. Dobbins I think actually can be special. I, I would so. – and, and Cam Akers would be third. He would yep. be behind DeAndre Swift and J.K. Dobbins and a bunch of the other guys that happen yep. in between. Like Austin Eckler is lower than Cam Akers right now. Yep. How in the yep. world is that working? And I'm really not just saying this because I traded him away to James in our league, <laughs> and James can keep him this year. I'm not just saying it because yep. of that. So Anyway, so J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins, I mean – he was splitting time too. He but his, his the name he was splitting time with Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards who have been good. Gus Edwards is an underrated player I feel like in the NFL. Mark Ingram is gone. He is gone. He's no longer there. Dobbins is he was at 134 carries last year. That's going to get it. He's going to get up to 200 this year. He was 134 carries for 805 yards and nine touchdowns. 6 yards per carry too. Top that off. 6 yards per carry and nine touchdowns on only 134 carries. That's really good. And I mean, he plays with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is going to steal some from him, right? Yeah, he's going to. But I don't know if he's going to steal a lot. Lamar Jackson's not going to be running the ball on the goal line all the time, right? It's not. It's just not going to happen. 
But just the threat of Lamar Jackson is going to help J.K. Dobbins. And he is, I think he's a special running back. I really do. I think 11 is, honestly, 11 to me is almost too low. I would say it's too low. I mean, he should be ahead of Akers. There's a lot of good running backs ahead of that. Yeah. So that's where it, it's hard to get him ahead of that just because those other guys are good. Yes. Like, I mean, truly, the guys ahead of him would be then, for me, would um, go, I'll just go nine to one. Zeke, Aaron Jones, Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, Kamara, Barkley, Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey. Okay, yeah. I can see him. Yeah, not, I would actually take J.K. Dobbins over a couple of those guys, but th- th- I think he's correctly yeah, valued. I think at the, 10 at is the a time. good spot for him, and he's to me he's had acres. I just, I just think this guy's special. He's on. A, he's going to be on a – I think the Ravens, are, the Ravens are a good team. They're going to find their way hopefully again this year. Who did, did they just sign <laughs> – did they just sign Sammy Watkins? Is that who they who Sammy went to? <laughs> um. Yeah, so Sammy Watkins, you think we didn't talk about that because that signing didn't happen. So Sammy mm-hmm. Watkins is now the he's gonna just help the Ravens become a great offense. Okay, I'm kidding. Yeah, I but, mean they needed a, a wide receiver. I'm I'm so lukewarm on, on Watkins. <laughs> I, I I hope. Actually, I, I think it'll help I him. I actually it just it's it, well it won't hurt him, but you yeah. know it's not. I'm just a big J.K. Dobbins fan, and I, yes. he showed it last year to me that this guy can be really good. I mean, I feel I still honestly, I don't know. I, I don't I don't see why Akers has had a J.K. Dobbins. It, no, he shouldn't it, be. It's it's because people are thinking he's going to split time yet with Gus Edwards, and there's still Lamar going to take carries away. Uh, well, and Akers is the guy, and getting Stafford there now. Stafford is just like the savior. It feels like, which I'm kind of being a little bitter on this one. But <laughs> if he does it with the Rams, man, I'm just, ugh. But no, nah, that's another day. But I don't know. Dobbins is better than Akers for me, so we both agree that our these, these guys are better than Akers. Akers is getting overrated. Yes, and and. On top of that, because I, I really I don't know why I'm so highly invested in J.K. Dobbins as well, um, but he only caught 18 balls last year, uh, yeah. which is mind-boggling to me. I mean, I feel like that could be a that could be a wrinkle in that offense that yeah. is desperately like needed. Yeah. And um, just to show you the breakdown as well, Lamar is their leading rusher, right? He had 159 attempts last year for a thousand yards. It didn't feel like it because he didn't yep. do it. You know, he was so dominant the year before yep. after that jk dobbins was um he was actually the third i'm sorry he had the second most yardage but he had 134 attempts gus edwards had 144 yeah gus edwards it's it, he's not going away no he's he, not going but away but dobbins is just better mark ingram is, is going yeah. away he has 72 and maybe someone else you know jumps in there justice hill whoever it may be at this point um maybe that takes it away but i do feel like this is the moment where jk dobbins gets mm-hmm. I, I really feel I, I don't want to say 200 because I think that's a little too bullish. I think he can get there. I think he could, but I'm going to say I think it's pretty safe to say he gets 175 carries. And look at the clips these people are yeah. doing because of Lamar in the backfield. J.K. Dobbins was already averaging six yards a carry after 134 attempts. Gus Edwards, which is he is an underrated guy, but he's a power back for sure. He was averaging five. Mark mm-hmm. Ingram did not look like himself, and he was averaging 4.2. Yep. So I, I think that is this is a huge place where he could, if they give him the cares and the yep. the reps, which I think they will, he is going to be a well, beast. I don't see why he can't be Mark Ingram from two years ago. Ingram got 202 carries that year. Lamar had 176 and Edwards at 133. I think he can do that. I think he can get to 200 right there. I did too. So um, yeah. All right. That's it though for breakouts today. Just got some. We almost almost had an identical list. We could have. But yeah, you could have. So that just shows these. I, guys I really, to go yeah, with. I honestly thought we were just gonna go. Hey, it's Cam, it's Swift, it's yeah, well, JK. It could be, but no, we yeah. got some. Got but some yeah, good. I love Irvin and T Higgins, yeah. so I, I wanted to talk about. Them. All right. 
that's it for today. Talk to you guys next time.